Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Palmetto Championship Final Bets the Weather DraftKings Ownership and some giveaways. So what I want you to do right now is smash the like button to the video in the comment section. You tell me your favorite long shot bet of the week for the Palmetto Championship and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network on YouTube if you're out there already. We have a ton of stuff coming your way. Obviously, if you're listening to the audio version of this, you are listening to it on Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, The Mix. Now, I've been doing some giveaways on this feed already. So for this feed in particular, The Mix feed on Apple Podcasts, you rate it five stars. You leave a nice review, something even if you make it up, it doesn't really matter. And then leave your Twitter handle or email address so I can contact you. I'm giving away five $20 Millionaire Maker tickets and to the U.S. Open next week. If you do that, I'll announce the winners next week. So please go do that. We're going to have Euro content on this feed every single day. If you miss my giant Euro 2020 preview, that is up on Mayo Media Network and the Pat Mayo Experience audio feed right now. There'll be a cuss corner coming out on the Mayo Mirror, on the PME feed, and then football on Friday, then a bunch of U.S. Open content coming at you, starting with Raza on Saturday, breaking down the entire DraftKings side of the field, ending with the live viewer chat on Wednesday that will return for the major next week. I did want to give a special shout-out to the winners of the $33 giveaways this week, Nikki Noodles, Kermit, and Jared Bright. You've all been credited. Thank you for leaving the reviews on Daily Fantasy Sports, Picks and Bets, The Mix. Please, let's help prop up this feed and really get... I got some awesome Euro guys to do this every single day. They're going to be quick-hitting videos, quick-hitting podcasts, five to ten minutes. If you want to throw down on some Euro and you don't know anything about it, this is the spot to go do it. The Listener's League link this week is in the description. As always, around 300 spots left. Let's fill that so we can get up to as many non-rake guaranteed money that they'll give us for next week. And for FantasyNational.com, you go to FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. You get 20% off. If you get the weekly starting on Wednesday, you get Wednesday to Wednesday, which gives you all the time in the world to do the Palmetto Championship, and you'll get all next week for the U.S. Open as well. So Wednesday to Wednesday for the weekly is the ultimate hack at FantasyNational.com, and you get that discount if you use slash Mayo at the end. Very light week for me in terms of the betting card. I don't have a good feel for this course. I think that anyone who says that they do are lying to you, or maybe they're just smarter than I am. It's one of the two. I mean, being smarter than me probably isn't the most difficult path in the world, but I just don't have a good grasp. So I'm grasping at straws, and I'm going with one narrative, and that's what I'm just going to kind of go down with the ship with. Either I'm going to be incredibly right or incredibly wrong. So it's a lot like most weeks anyway. I did splurge on Tyrrell Hatton. I caught a 16 on him. I'd play it at 14 as well. I like him the best of the very top-end guys. He hasn't had a top 15 finish since he actually won overseas earlier this season, but I like the way that his game is rounding back into form right now. He's fallen outside of the top 10 in the world rankings. He is now number 11, but you're getting a pretty good discount from Brooks and DJ to Hatton. He's not, you know, listen, when DJ's running well and Brooks is running well, he is not on that level. But how they're playing for the moment and what they might be actually prepping for for next week at the U.S. Open, I do like Tyrrell's chances to win this week. So I went on in on him at 16-1. to 1. 
After that, I just went down the list. Uh, so Rafa Cabrera Bayo, 75 to 1 with the top five each way. And then the next closest guy is John Pack at 150 to 1 with the top five each way. Davis Thompson, 150 to 1 with the top five each way. I'm just gambling on talent here. This is their first pro start. Don't expect them to win, but this is a very weak field at a course people are not used to. That if they, if, listen, if one of these guys is uber talented enough, that they can get themselves into contention. Like, it, we think about it now, like Hovland was a huge prospect coming out, as was Bryson. Even Neiman, when he turned pro, there was a lot of expectations for him. These guys don't have that same expectation. And although Colin Morikawa was a really good player in the Pac-12, at the same time, no one thought that he was going to turn into a top five player in the world this quickly or win as quickly as he did. And even out of the gate, when he played the Canadian Open the first time, uh, he played really well. And then he played really well at the U.S. Open the next week, just after turning pro. So I don't think that these guys are on that same level. But at the same time, you don't know. Maybe they are, and you're not going to catch these numbers on them for long. So at 150 to 1 each with the top five to go along with them, why not? In a week where I'm not really betting anyone else, I'm in. Satashi Kadaira, my guy, 150 to 1, back-to-back -back top 15 finishes on the PGA Tour. Got him with the top five as well, so let's go on on Kadaira. And then I grabbed Luke Donald, 250 to 1 with a, or sorry, 200 to 1 with the top five each way. I even threw another five bucks on the 250 to 1 that I found, but I really wanted that each way uh, in case he gets the top five finish. The irons are really good all of a sudden, and after losing strokes putting in 16 consecutive events, he's now gained in two straight, so why not? Now let's throw some darts down at the bottom of the board. So Luke Donald, 200 to 1. That's the betting card for the Palmetto Championship. Like I said, I don't have a great feel. And if I don't have a great feel, I don't really want to press in the betting game. I did bet Luke Donald uh, top 20 at 11 to 1. I think it was a site malfunction over on Bodog and Bovada because I think his top 10 odds were also 11 to 1, and they just didn't adjust his top 20 price. So if you can still find it up there, they don't have the dead heat rule either. So you get a full payout if he comes in any split of the top 20 over on that site. So I'd highly recommend going to check that out. Over on the European tour, Sky and Tom have their pick show up right now uh, on the mix feed for the podcast on Mayo Media Network for the video version. I didn't go too hard on Euro this week, trying to save some money for the US Open next week, but I bet Aaron Rye at 50 to one no each way with that just the 50 to one on the corn ferry tour sky gave out some guy pissy picking so i don't know some guy from the outlaw tour last year who played really well he's 400 to one so i played that with the top five each way and i played some first round leaders back on the first round leader game that's that's how i'm gonna invest my money somewhat this week i played kadira at 80 lipsky at 100 lebiota at 100 luke donald at 110 Danny Lee at 120 to 5 to 1, and Bo Van Pelt. B V D 200 to 1, all played with the top five each ways. In one and done, I'm taking Rafa Cabrera Bayo. Danny Willett withdrew. So uh, Jeff took Harold Varner III and Cust used Harris English as his one and done. I'm going to be sending out the newsletter later on Wednesday evening with some more updated news if anyone else withdraws from this event. We'll have that up there as well. I'll even include the link. And I just have a whole bunch of links for if you want to do some more scouting for this tournament, just stuff that I found throughout the week that I've been reading. Uh, maybe, you know, I can pass that along and just a bit more information. Go support that Europick show uh, as well. Euro 2020 starts on Friday. And again, we're going to have coverage every single day. So the more you can support that, the better it is. And if you're listening on the mix feed, five-star review, something you like about the show, Twitter handle or email address to get in one of those five draws for Millie Maker tickets. I'll probably have like another 400 
$100 or even more of giveaways as the week goes along for US Open. That's one that you can get into right now. Might even add some more onto it as well. So please help support that podcast feed. There's French Open every day. We're going to have Wimbledon every day coming up on that feed, the Euro Pick show. So it's quick hitting content. And if you do like to throw down on sports, maybe you don't know a ton about, it's informational. And I'm not on it, except for this show. So, you know, the picks are usually pretty good from time to time. Looking at the weather for the week, I had to use AccuWeather because I went to win thewindfinder.com and I couldn't find the windfinder. It's not like fucking cost. I went to windfinder.com and couldn't find a tower anywhere close to where Palmetto and Congregee is. I'm going to eventually, I, you know what? I don't even need to learn how to say it because we're probably never coming back here. So, Fuck. This fucking tournament, I hate it so much. Unless I win, then I'm all for it. But I use AccuWeather, and it basically just looks like it's going to be incredibly hot. There's going to be thunderstorms in the forecast almost every single day, but it doesn't seem like it's going to really dampen anything out. So I'd still expect it to play fast and firm. If you're looking to wave stack, it's going to be kind of tough because if there are thunderstorms, guys are going to come off the course, then they're going to come back on, then it's going to throw everything at a whack. So I'm not digging too much into the weather this week. If you have a better sense of it, I'll throw the link to that in the newsletter as well. You can find that in the description, by the way. It's free to join. There's always promos in there, and uh, you can really help support Mayo Media Network by joining that. DraftKings ownership for the week. Uh, everyone's playing the same guys, and where there are so few good players in the field, everyone's going to the top. If you want a bit of an ownership discount above $10,000, Fitzpatrick seems to be the guy who people have the least amount of interest in. I'm playing Hatton and Fitzpatrick from up there, although probably not a ton together just because it's so difficult at the bottom end. But if you just want to take some random stabs, I mean, go for it. Uh, I'm playing Higo. Uh, at $9,000, he might be my only $9,000 guy. Actually, him and Fleetwood. Uh, just Fleetwood's has the second least ownership of everyone in the 9K, so I'm just going to go that route. Like, if there's a week ever to play game theory, it's this week, uh, just because everyone's all on exactly the same plays going forward. So Higo seems to be, like, maybe single digits, 8 9%. Uh, so, and I like Higo anyway, so I'll gravitate towards him in the $9,000 region. I get the, the discount on Tommy. I thought it was going to be him at the beginning of the week, but a lot of people started hyping up Sungjae. He played really well at Royal Melbourne. So all of a sudden now people are in on Sungjae. It's taken away some of the, the heat off Harris English as that's where that ownership has gone, but they're both still going to be pretty highly owned. The Patton Kazire love has dropped a little bit too. The one guy in the in the eights that no one really is using is Kevin Kisner because he's been playing so poorly, but you know, he's a local area guy. If you want to gamble on Kisner having a good week, like he's relatively like 5% owned and everyone else above that range is going to be somewhere in the double digits, uh, even likely pushing 14, 15% when it gets down to it. So I don't know if anyone's going to reach like 30%. I thought Hatton would at the very beginning of the week, but it's just not shaping up that way. Expect Varner and Glover to be the two highest owned in the $8,000 range. Norn Mitchell kind of pushing at his heels a little bit. Mitchell probably on the lower end of that. And then it leaves like that bottom, like Knox. No one's really using. I might get to him uh, just because no one else wants to be there. Knox, Pan, and Stallings. I'm using Stallings. All not likely to be super popular plays. In the sevens, Luke List, Vince Whaley, Ben Martin, <laughs> I'm seeing as kind of the three highest owned guys. I'll probably use Neesmith, Perez, and Laird. Or not Laird, sorry. Uh, and Neesmith. Neesmith. Rafa and Perez from those high sevens is where my mind is gravitating towards. Burgoon's getting a little rub. Roger Sloan's getting a little rub. Uh, Lebiota is kind of garnering some ownership down there as well in the high sixes. But other than that, 
it's pretty flat. So if you can make a little bit of a unique stand up top or even leave some money on the table, uh, then all of a sudden you're going to be looking a lot better in terms of not necessarily duplicated lineups because I'm not ever really concerned about anyone duplicating my lineups. What I'm concerned about is just having like a, you know, a 4v4 that's a bit unique that if my guys prosper, then all of a sudden I have a much easier path to the top of GPPs. So remember to smash the like button to the video. Get on that Fantasy National membership discount now to 20% off Wednesday to Wednesday. Get you two tournaments for the price of one. Uh, then you get to learn how to use it, you know, this week. And then you get to use it all throughout major season uh, for the U.S. Open next week. And then the British Open is coming up, too. And, you know, of course, you're going to be wanting to generate lineups and using the simulator and doing all that fun stuff along with all of your own research on the most customizable stat database on the planet. So that's what you can do. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. Did I have anything else? I feel like I did. Watch the Euro. Support the Euro. It's a big... You listen... French Open went really well, and I really appreciate all the support that has come in for that. I mean, Cuss Corner is going to do gangbusters tomorrow. It's a really good Cuss Corner, too. We filmed it about two and a half months ago before. It's actually in the in-studio with Jeff and Tim on the line. I think it's the last of the content that I banked before I moved studios. I just purchased a new HQ for Mayo Media Network, so we're going to start construction on a brand new nice studio in about a month's time. I'm hoping it's going to be ready for the start of football. That'd be fucking kick-ass. Uh, and it's going to look super sharp, so I'm very excited about that. So a lot of stuff in the works. It may be a new fantasy football show coming at you, too. I should be back Friday with a breakdown of the NFC West. Uh, we've already been through the AFC East and the NFC East player by player, team by team. So the more you can go support all these shows, even if you don't care about football, download the shows, like the shows, click on the shows. That only means we can do more content like this. I didn't think that I'd be able to continue to do this show, but the support for it was so overwhelming. I thank you so much for that, that I'm going to make time to be able to do it. And the more that people tune in and sub, the easier that just becomes to you know, financially look at it for me and say, oh, I, I have to make time to do this because people want to see it. Uh, and the support for the football shows and the Euro shows all kind of go into the same bucket. It allows us to hire more production. So it's not me and Paul just single-handedly doing everything. We can actually outsource it, which means more shows for everyone across the spectrum in terms of sports moving forward as well. So thank you all for that. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. 